1: On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. I'm broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm so delighted to welcome you to the show today. We're going to talk about something very interesting, at least it is to me, and that's the topic of online dating. So take a look at the self-improvement sh- uh, blog. You'll see a couple of articles there. You'll see a couple of really good videos in the right sidebar. Uh, it's it's a, a, a thing of our time, and I think it needs to be talked about. You know, we all want and need, we need to be loved and feel like we belong in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, he puts love and belonging right in the middle. Once you get your psych, your physical needs met, you know, you're fed and clothed and warm and all those things, um, and you're safe, then you have the need for love and belonging. And only after those needs are met can you have any semblance of self-esteem or esteem anyone else And only then can you reach any semblance of self-actualization. So love and belonging are not just something we want, but something we need. But the big question is, how do we meet somebody? Now, we're so scattered out these days that it's really not that easy. And so I thought we'd take a look at this popular thing called online dating I've wanted to do a show on online dating ever since I got this radio show three years ago, a little over that now. Now, I contacted at least 10 of the bigger dating sites, and I contacted them any number of times. I didn't get one response, which I think is really interesting. So I decided, like I usually do, just to do it myself. I had somebody who was going to give me input from a man's point of view, but he wasn't able to be with me today. So, um, here we go. Um, let's talk about how it all began. You know, a long time ago, in a place far, far away, matches were arranged by parents or matchmakers, or just you know, the the luck of the draw that you met somebody that you could really care about. But times have changed, and and we're not in those close situations anymore that we used to be. And, you know, there was a time that the bar scene or church were pretty much the top two options of meeting anybody that you could hopefully develop a relationship with. Then along came newspaper personal ads, and some people used those. There were a lot of them. They were also in magazines. It was a slow process and certainly not very personal for a long time, especially if you had to do it by mail or by phone. Phone was a little better. Then along came the computer and especially the personal computer. When we finally got one in our own hands, in our own homes or businesses, online dating was a possibility. The first online dating site was Match.com. It was created in 1995 as a bulletin board. Then along came the World Wide Web or the good old WWW. And it was much more available. And Match.com then became a website. It was an immediate success, Uh And other sites started popping up right away. And it was one of these things that some people wagged their finger and said, oh, no, 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 don't do that. It's too dangerous. Uh, You'll get in trouble. You'll get hurt. You you know, all those things that people say about something new. As it turns out, it's a pretty good thing. It hasn't been all that dangerous. And we're going to talk about that anyway. They got a bad rap. It still grew like wildfire. And, you know, Busy people turn to it all the time as a way to meet somebody else. You know, online dating has basically gone mainstream. We don't even think about it anymore as something that we need to be concerned about. It even has a magazine. There's a magazine called Online Dating Magazine and it estimates that there are approximately twenty five. 100 online dating sites in the United States today. Now I think that's phenomenal. 2500 and more than 5000 online dating services worldwide. That's a lot of dating services. In the United States, only about 25 of them are considered major. And to be considered major, you have to have more than a million current active unique members. You know, if you're on a site with a, with a million people, you should be able to find somebody in there that you can at least talk to. So, you know, there are 25 major sites. Now, some of these people are on more than one site, so I can't really say that's 25 million people, but, you know, you get the idea. At least 20 million, at least 20 million people visit An online dating site every month. 20 million people a month. Can you imagine that? And 120,000 marriages every year take place partly because of online dating. I know when I was doing weddings some years ago, um, I married at least four couples who had met online And they were delightful and they knew each other probably better than people who hadn't done all that chatting in the beginning. Now, listen to this. There's about, there's more than 54 million singles in the United States. I don't know how they got that number, but there are 54, over like 54, 300,000. Of that group over 41 million have been on online dating sites. Isn't that phenomenal? The online dating business makes more than a $1 billion a $1 billion dollars a year. That's a lot of money just to let people meet each other. <laughs> I think that's amazing. A person who visits a, a dating site, online dating site, Spends at least um, two hundred and forty dollars, that doesn't even get you on some sites, but it will get you on most sites. Uh, but but you know, you you multiply that times forty one million people. That's a lot of money. On uh, my head, always goes there. I don't know why. Now, the big question people ask is, is it safe? Well, you know, my take on that is, it's a safe as the visitor allows it to be. But realistically, we have to look at this number. The percent of sex offenders who use online dating to meet people is 10%. There are 10% of this million, these millions of people who are sex offenders. So you really need to pay attention. You need to be awake. You need to be alert. You need to pay attention to what you're doing and, and what's going on. The other question is this, and I love this one, is, you know, do people tell the truth? Well, not always. You know, they have found that basically men lie about their age, their height, and their income. Women lie most about their weight, their physical build, and their age, just think about that for a minute. So when you go on an online dating site, look at those things with a jaundiced eye. Really take a look at them. Um, there are a lot of dating sites out there. If you Google online dating, you'll just get pages and pages and pages of them. The top five dating sites are these. Zoosk. That's Zeus.com. It's Z as in zebra, O-O-S-K, zoosk, match.com, which is the oldest and the biggest, Our Time, which is a dating site for seniors, eHarmony, and Plenty of Fish. You'll see a lot of ratings online, um, but most of them have these five at the top. All of these, except Plenty of Fish, charges a fee. Plenty of Fish says it's free, but there's a lot of upgrades that you need to buy if you want to use all of their service. But you know, those are the top five. You might want to take a look at them if you're interested in online dating. You know, So here's how I got into it, and I'm going to share... Some really personal information here, so, you know, please forgive me if I say too much and don't prod me to tell you more because I'm not. I was divorced in 1994 after 25 years of marriage, and we won't go into why. uh, When I discovered that I only knew married couples... I was kind of surprised. I didn't know any single people. I didn't know any single men. I didn't even know how to meet any. I didn't go to the bars. Uh, I knew everybody that was in the church I went to, and I didn't see anybody interesting or eligible there. So what on earth was I supposed to do to meet people? Then I discovered the personal ads in the newspaper. I responded to several. I had a number of people that I talked to, and I had two memorable dates that I'm going to share with you. The first one was a man who uh, I talked to. He had an amazing radio announcer's voice. In fact, he had worked in radio. Uh, He told me about his illustrious career. He told me about his amazing, fantastic sports car. And about how wonderful he was. Uh, We talked um, a, a lot. We had a number of conversations over a couple weeks of time. And then decided it was time we met each other. And he picked a place that was halfway between where we each lived. And I showed up a little bit early. He had invited me to dinner. And I wanted to be there certainly on time. So I was there early. He came a little late, but when I got there, uh, there was the place boarded up, closed. It looked like it had been closed for quite some time, so I waited. He drove up in a car that was so old it had one door wired on so it wouldn't fly open. It was all dented and rusty, and he told me that his son had the fancy new sports car that night and I thought, mm, yeah, right. I, I didn't quite know what to think. So he followed me to, uh, I followed him to another place and it was it was low budget. That's okay. I don't have a problem with that. It was very busy. We were seated next to the door in the kitchen and it was impossible to hear. Now that sounds bad, but it was a good thing because for the whole dinner, he told me about his bowel habits I never had a chance to say a word. And as soon as I finished dinner, I made a, an excuse to go home. And trust me, I made a beeline for home. He called me a few times later. I've, I finally told him not to call me anymore. Uh, it, it just didn't work. And on that note, it's time for us to go to break. Uh, when you come back, I'll tell you about my second big uh, date from law, from newspaper ads. This is Irene Conlon. Stay tuned. We're going to be back with more.
3: Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand
1: 24-7. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at one 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the self improvement show. Today we're talking about online dating, and I've been sharing a little bit of my own experiences. This from the days we did personal ads in the newspaper. Uh, And I encourage you to call in, by the way. If you'd like to call in, please do so. Uh, My newspaper ad number two wasn't any better than the first one. He, He was an executive in a top industry in town and invited me to a very lovely place for a glass of wine and to meet him. And I met him. He was fine. There certainly wasn't much of a connection. But he spent the whole time telling me about his colostomy. I'm thinking, what is this? It's a colostomy. So again, I made an excuse to leave and I beat feet really fast. He gave me a peck on the cheek and I came home and I was really happy not to hear from him again. I, I don't know what all that was about, but it certainly wasn't for me. You know, as a nurse, I didn't want to do that. And that ended my career of personal ads in the newspaper, now, Hey, I'm busy. I didn't have much time to think about it, actually. You know, I had a few dates here and there, but nothing that really made me want to stay in a relationship. Then I met this wonderful, amazing man through a, a mutual friend. You know, we did a lot of work together, and we were developing really a great relationship. When he was diagnosed with ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. I took care of him until he died about eight months after his diagnosis. And after that, I really wasn't interested in meeting anybody else, not for a long time. I had a tremendous amount of healing to do and uh, didn't want that to hurt anybody else. Then my brother Became a widower and a few years after his wife died, he decided he wanted to have another relationship and he subscribed to eHarmony he quickly found a wonderful woman that he's still with. I mean, she is absolutely delightful. And because it worked so well for him, he decided that it should work for me. And so he gave me a subscription to eHarmony. Now, since it was so pricey, I dutifully answered all those pages and pages and pages of questions. Um This was my introduction to online dating. I don't know that I ever would have done it if it hadn't been for my brother. I had a number of contacts presented to me by eHarmony. Nothing really ever clicked there. Um, You know, I'd been taught all my life that the woman doesn't ask the guy out, so I wouldn't initiate any of the contacts. I didn't think that that was okay, and so I didn't. And, of course, I missed out. Now, I got the idea though, and eventually I signed up for a site that I picked for myself. Uh, early in my use of my own chosen sites, I met a really great man. He was kind, he was interesting, he was very talented in any number of areas. But there was absolutely no chemistry there, at least not on my part. And I really wanted it to be—I I wanted it to be there. It just wasn't. But we're still friends. And we still you know, we still exchange emails now and then. And I really cherish him as a friend. I, I trust his judgment. I, I love his artistic ability and all those things. He was followed by somebody that I really cared about in the beginning. You know, we dated a while and then things kind of dwindled and we realized that we really didn't have that much in common. We parted amicably. There was a little bit of pain involved in that one. It was more like a breakup. Uh, but it's Okay. I was beginning to get the hang of it. You know. Trust me, dating had really changed since I was in the dating scene in the 60s. Now you know how old I am. Then my life got really busy again, and I, I belonged to the dating sites, a couple of them, but I never checked the, the mail. I didn't respond if I did get some because I was too busy. Uh, and it's like anything else. If you don't do anything, you don't get anything and that's kind of where i was i didn't really care you know my heart wasn't in it my life was busy my life was happy um and i went on day to day and then i got a flirt and this is a little more recent um i decided to try it again early last year i realized that i didn't want to get much older and do this getting older all by myself I think it would be much more delightful to have somebody to age with and decided I better get busy on it Uh, so I got back on the sites and and responded and sent some emails and these things and I received a flirt and a message from a man who really looked quite elegant all dressed up in a suit um, looked wonderful. His profile sounded really, really good. You know, he sent me the flirt and a message, and I responded. We emailed back and forth for a while, and then he wanted my phone number. It seemed okay to give it to him. So I did, and he called me. Now, he had a really heavy accent, it was hard for me to understand him. So he asked me for my regular email, and I gave it to him. Now, what I should have picked up on is that he told me he was Irish, that he was born in Ireland. But his accent certainly wasn't an Irish brogue. It didn't sound anything like anybody I'd ever talked to who was from Ireland, and I didn't pick up on it. Uh, I I should have caught it sooner. Um, Shoulds don't work, so we'll just let that one go. But within a few weeks, he was talking about how wonderful it would be if we would be together. And then he started talking about moving here to live with me. And I'm thinking, hey, wait, Buster, not quite so fast. Uh, I'm not quite ready for this. And then the quality of his communication in email began to deteriorate. and It got worse and worse. Until it finally felt like I was corresponding with a fifth grader. And then he started contradicting himself. In the later emails, he was totally opposite of what he said in the earlier emails. I'm thinking, what on earth is going on here? It just it isn't making sense. And he wasn't giving me any more information. And so I did a background check. And I found out that he didn't even exist. Oh, by that time, things seemed really weird to me, and I told him not to contact me again. I didn't want to continue with this communication. Well, a week or so later, I got another email to my personal email address. The first name was the same. The last name was different, but I'd never given out my this email address to anybody else but him. So I knew who it was, and... Uh, it looked like he had sent it from the dating site. It came with the masthead. The only thing was the masthead had misspelled words and incorrect grammar in it. So I knew it wasn't the masthead of the dating site. He made it all up, tried to pass it off on me. Uh, and I said, Can it? You know, I, I don't want any more correspondence. Fortunately, I have not had any. It's still a little scary, and I wonder if it's going to rear its head again. I should have been more alert, and I just was not. And then came the perfect letter from a man who had a stunning picture and a perfect profile. He said all the right things. The letter was grammatically correct. Beautiful letter. No spelling errors. He talked about education and beliefs and all the things I wanted to hear. And I responded again and and I got another letter back. And then I spent a lot of time responding. So my response would be really good because this sounded wonderful. And then I got a letter. It started out well, but by the end of it had deteriorated again till it wasn't making any sense and sounded like a child wrote it. He had used a picture that looked somewhat familiar to me, and he had a name that was two letters off a famous person's name. It was very strange, and it was very fake. And so I responded, and I'm going to read you my response. I wish I'd saved the letter because it would be worth reading to you, but I got it out of my email too soon and and regretted later because it was classic. Here's my response. I don't know what your scam specialty is, but I want no part of it. At least you are clever in this one. Dennis Hogger looks a great deal like Dennis Hopper, and an Internet search shows that you don't exist that was the greatest letter on a dating site I've ever read. Good job. Now leave me alone. Unfortunately, I haven't heard from him again. I've been scammed again. Big time. I don't know if I've seen the end of it, as I said before. you know, Nothing's happened to any of my email or my computer or anything that I do business with. So I'm hoping that that's the end of it and that I'm safe from anything further. Then I had two more. And the reason I'm telling you all of this is so you can be aware. Just be aware. Be awake. Pay attention. One day last week, I got four emails in my inbox. Two of them were real. And then two of them were not. One of them was from California. Another one was from Oregon. They were word for word identical, mistakes and all. Uh, They were exactly the same. I called them on, it, and of course, I haven't heard from them since. I honestly am too naive to know what people get out of scamming somebody else on a dating site unless they think that if they go with it long enough, they'll get bank information or credit card information or something. I, I just honestly don't get. What get, you know what comes from scamming somebody else, especially in matters of the heart. In the middle of all of this, I met someone who absolutely blew me away and stole my heart. He's kind, he's funny, smart, loving. He said all the things I wanted to hear. I thought in the beginning that he was a scam, but he wasn't. We did a lot of IMing and emailing and some talking on the phone. He fixed my computer twice and then simply shut me out. One day he was telling me what great chemistry we have, and the next day he unfaved me, didn't answer messages or email, and I have no idea why. If I wanted to be dramatic, I would say he fixed my computer and broke my heart. But I don't want to be dramatic, and my heart is just fine. But what a terrible disappointment. And I'm still a little sad about it, and those are some of the things you meet when you do online dating. And on that note, we're going to go to break. This is Irene Collins. Thanks. stay tuned. We'll be right back with more about online dating.
3: on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment.
0: Have you ever noticed that sometimes life just feels easier, especially when judgment of you or anyone else ceases to exist? What if you could function from that space all the time? What if gratitude is the key? Every time you are grateful for someone or something, a new universe opens up. What difference can you create in your life and the world from the energy, space, and consciousness of gratitude? Join us on Access Consciousness Presents Beyond Saying Thank You every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
3: Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic, with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life, and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: Find out what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the Self Improvement Show. Today we're talking about online dating, and I just gave you a brief history of my own. Now I know it sounded like I didn't have a very good experience, you know, but the opposite's true. I learned a lot. I learned especially a lot about myself, what I want, what I don't want, how to rethink my own boundaries have a better idea of how to respond and how to spot, certainly a better idea, how to spot a scam. Um, I'm going to keep looking. You know, there has to be the right person out there for me. Uh, In the meantime, I still have a full and happy life. I love what I do. And, you know, I know that there's somebody there. I just have to make myself available. Every day I get more messages and more flirts and I'm very encouraged by it. You now if no one comes along, at least I've had a lot of fun in the process and that's how I look at it. Speaking of process, let's talk about the process. How does this work? You know, you you find a site, go on go on Google or whoever you use for your browser and do a search of online dating and you'll just get tons of responses. Look through it, see what works for you. Um, There are the all-purpose ones like Zeus and Plenty of Fish and Match. But there are also specialty sites. You can find a site for cougar dating, for dating for swingers, for senior dating, for adult dating. And adult dating does not have anything to do with your age. Um, Single parents have a dating site. This one I didn't know about. There's a dating site if you want to date millionaires. Well, who wouldn't except me? I don't. Uh, There's a dating site for people who wear uniforms and want to date somebody who wears a uniform. I mean, you name it. And then if you're just looking to have an affair or find a husband or a sugar daddy, there's a site for you. I meant to look up to see if there's one for a sugar mama, but I didn't. So some of you may want to look and see if there's one for that. Most sites will let you try it before you buy it. You know, before you can have a full use of the site, you have to fill out your profile and to use the, you know, it fully, you have to pay. You know, they usually give you a choice between one month, three months, six months, a year, and some give you two years. The more months you sign up for, the cheaper the price, but the thing is you have to pay the whole thing all in one big lump sum up front. Yeah, you need to choose a name. Now, you want to be careful when you choose a name, and you want to choose a name that will get attention. But, you know, you want some balance in that. Look around at other sites and see what people use as names and come up with something clever that really, in a way, describes you. Um, then you need to complete a profile and you need to upload a picture. By all means, upload a picture and be honest with your picture. Uh, be honest with your picture. It's important that you put one on because if you don't, nobody much is going to contact you. People want to see what you look like. I, I know I certainly won't. If there's no picture there, I'm not going to respond to anything Um most sites have you answer a bunch of questions about your likes and dislikes and what you're looking for in a partner, and that's important. You need to put that on. You need to be honest about it. When you read them, you need to really read them carefully. You know, Keep, keep your profile positive. Keep it upbeat, and, and, and please keep it honest. We're going to talk about that in a minute. When somebody sends you a flirt or a message, then you get notified by email generally. All of them don't, but most of them notify you by email. You can see their picture and read their profile, and you can answer or not answer. And it's really not rude not to answer. You know, if you're not interested, you can be kind and say, you know, I don't think we're a match, or you can just not answer. Now, a flirt is a little one-line one zinger, Um, that's supposed to just get your attention and say, hey, I'm interested. Some of them that I've received go like this. I like your profile. Feel free to contact me. Great picture. I'd like to hear from you. You look like somebody I'd like to know. Uh, Great photo. Care to chat sometimes. They're that benign. Um, and, And... you don't have to respond, as I said before. And a message is just that. It's a message somebody crafted to get your attention and a response from you. Most of them are brief. You know, they get right to the point. Uh, and they basically say, hey, I would like to know more about you, get to know you better. No, you need to check on a regular basis um, and, and to see if you've got some and, and be honest with your response. Now, since I'm a little older, I'm sensitive to those who are also a little older, because you know, sometimes you have to read between the lines. And sometimes between the lines, I'm seeing <laughs> men who want to cook and a housekeeper. And, and I, I'm not signing up for that, Um I have my doubts as well about those who say they just want a casual relationship. I'm not sure I know what a casual relationship is, actually. And and the selections generally are marriage, serious relationship, casual relationship, travel partner, and pen pal. And I think that's a delicious kind of combination that I never know exactly what anybody means when, when they select one of them. Some people select them all, and I think that's just fine. It means as much as just selecting one. Uh, I also really look to see what they want in a partner. You know, most of them my age want a combination of a supermodel, a housekeeper, and a cook. And some of them want somebody who can still drive. Um, Kind of tells you where I'm in in the market, doesn't it? Uh, I also study their picture. If they're in their golden years and put on a picture of a super jock, I'm pretty sure it isn't a recent picture. You know, if they say in the profile that they're slender and they're anything but slender in the picture, I question it and question some of their other responses too. You know, if their interests have nothing in common in my, uh, with mine, I might not respond. I don't want to. I don't want a clone, and I'm not interested in somebody who brings. You know, I, I am interested in somebody who brings something new into my life, they don't have to be just like me. Um, and there are other things to look at. If he says he's a perfect housekeeper and everything is in its perfect place in his house, I wonder if he's too rigid to relax. And if he talks about how messy he is, I get the image of socks and underwear on the floor. You know, and that's my thing. Um, and I, when we chat, I'll ask questions that Give me answers to most of those things. Um, it's, it's interesting. I, I urge all of you to try it. Let's look at a few of the pros and cons of online dating because there are both sides. You know, in terms of access, online dating gives you a lot of people to choose from, it broadens the field. Um, so that you have more potential partners than you could ever find on a daily basis just meeting people. You just can't do it. Uh, this is especially helpful for people interested in partners of a particular type. They, they're just looking for one kind of thing, or they're in locations that don't have very many people. I mean, if you're watching the program, you, The Bachelor, you know he's a farmer, and he doesn't have access to many women that he thinks are right for him, and so he's on The Bachelor. Good access online. On the flip side, the choice of partners or people that you're interested in can get really confusing and really overwhelming. You know, without a clear plan, you can get stuck in shopping. It's like shopping and shopping and never stopping to buy. Uh, you need to get real and you, you need to... Uh, get serious about responding. In terms of making a match, uh, some of these sites are very good at testing and matching you up with somebody that's a good match for you. Um, sometimes you get some that you are really kind of way off base, but that's okay. It's a numbers game eHarmony, for example, gives you pages and pages and pages and pages, and, and they do a pretty good job of matching you up with somebody that's compatible, but they don't always make it, uh, and, and on and on. The other sites all do something that tries to find out who you are and match you up with somebody that would work for you. In terms of communication, it's a really good way to get to know somebody and get to know them fairly well before you meet them. If you take advantage of that, it, it allows for communication that's open and safe and saves time. You don't have to go someplace to, to, to meet somebody to talk to them. You can talk to them right on the site. On the flip side, communication goes through computers and you know that that doesn't always give you a clear picture. Uh, Sometimes it leaves something to be desired, especially when you can't read the body language. You can't hear the inflection of a voice. You can't reach over and touch somebody. Uh, It gives you sort of an incomplete picture of who somebody is. It can feel a little artificial, uh, um, kind of takes all the emotion out of it. Uh, it, it just sometimes is a little cold in terms of speed. It, you know, gives you a lot of people to see in a short period of time. The other part of that is because of the speed, sometimes everything speeds up, and you may not want to give the relationship time to marinate. You know, when we used to, I like that word for it. When, when we used to date and we, we didn't have access to a lot of ways to communicate, you had time to think things over in between dates or in between communication. And this may make you think you need to speed everything up. I know I've fallen into that trap a couple of times, and it really isn't good. Now, if you ask me for my advice, here's what I would tell you. But I tell you, I'm going to tell you. After the break, we're going to go to break now. This is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned. We're going to come back with a little bit of advice.
3: starts here voiceamericaempowerment.com it's your world it's time to access your magic tune in each week to living in the magic of possibilities with your host planice hughes Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenise and her expert guests who have turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN.
1: You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlin. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the self improvement show. We're talking about online dating today. Uh, we've talked about some of my experiences with it. We've talked about the pros and cons of it. And now I'm going to give you what I consider my advice. You can take it with a grain of salt if you want, but some of it was learned the hard way. So, you know, maybe you want to pay attention to a couple of things. Now, my number one, number one thing at the very top of the list is to be honest, tell the truth. Put on a recent picture with a date on it. If you put on older pictures, date them as well, so people know they're older pictures. If you're overweight, say so. There's some people who are looking for you. you no, know, say it. If you think you're too short, still be honest about your height, because somebody who's also short is going to find you so remarkable. Oh, be honest. If you don't like their chosen favorite pastime, don't say you love it too. I had one match who loved camping. I hate camping. I was honest. I never heard from him again, but that's okay. Because if I never see a tent again, I'm okay with that. Um... But there's a lot of outdoor things that I like to do. I like to fish. That's a surprise to people. I really do. Mainly because I like the places you go to fish. And I like the silence. But I've never had a chance to do much fishing. I just remember how much I enjoyed it the few times I did it. And no one ever asked me anyway if I'd enjoy fishing. So it's not a big big thing. You know, I would love to dance. But I have two left feet. So if somebody... Said I was a great dance if I said to somebody that I was a great dancer and you took me out dancing you know we're both going to be really disappointed and that wouldn't be fair. Uh, I need to tell the truth. If you tell somebody you earn hundred thousand dollars a year but you're at minimum wage, you've set yourself up for real trouble. you know I wouldn't put any amount in I don't I never put that in. and when I get to know them if they really need the information then I'll share. Uh, but tell the truth. Whatever you put on there, be sure it's the truth. Set your own boundaries, what's acceptable to you and what's not. You don't have to tell somebody else this, but you just have to know it and and follow your own guidelines. You know, determine ahead of time what you will reveal and what you will not reveal. how long you intend to chat on the site and when it's okay to give your personal information. You can chat right on these sites. You don't have to give anybody your Skype name. You don't have to give anybody your email or your Yahoo IM or any of those things unless you want to. You can can communicate right online. Some of them even have video chats. Uh, So uh, don't be afraid to hold the line on that. When you know... When and where you feel comfortable about meeting, then it's okay for you. He or she may be ready much sooner than you. Hold the line and and set your own boundaries. Don't be afraid to initiate the contact. And I say this to both men and women because I've met men who were really reticent to initiate the contact and say, hey, I really like your profile. I'd, I'd like to know more about you. You know, they, we, we all kind of prejudge. We look at the picture and say, oh, he's too rich for me. He would never like me. He's a big businessman. He wouldn't like me or whatever. Or he says, oh, my goodness, she's gorgeous. She would never like me. You know, don't prejudge it and don't be afraid to initiate the contact if you see somebody that interests you send a flirt or a message you know some sites have gifts that you can buy to give and you send them a picture of some roses or a bottle of a or a glass of wine or you know something like that that says hey i really am interested in you of course you know that's part of the the, the websites upsell but oh that's okay you know we we don't care about that. Keep your communication on the dating site for a while. And I, and I touched on this a minute ago. I'm very serious about that. I learned the hard way. I really learned the hard way. Keep your communication on the dating site for a while. You can IM back and forth. Um, uh, some of them even have a phone number. You can talk to the other person on the phone so you can actually hear their voice but you don't have to reveal your own phone number. Um, yeah. You know, after after you've kind of broken in the relationship and you feel really safe with them, I like to go to Skype mainly because you can talk to them face to face. Scammers will not use Skype because they can't afford to be seen. So you know, it, it, you do what is best. For you, and, and Skype does other things. If somebody's told you how amazing they look and they have this amazing picture on, if they tell you how slender they are, or the woman tells you she's a size two or whatever, and you look at them on Skype and they have four chins, you know that probably they haven't been <laughs> telling you the truth. Um, it's a, a great next step in this whole dating line, and the good thing about it is it's free. Now, if you find somebody you really like and things start seeming really iffy and a little strange, hey, check them out. Um, Do a background check. There's some really great sites out there um, that will give you all the information about somebody that you have to pay for them. They're not expensive, and a couple of them, you know, there's Checkmate. They do a pretty good job. Spokio, um, Intellis, you know. It may save your bank account and it may save your life. I don't think it shows a lack of trust. I think it shows that you're smart, that you're cautious, that you know how to go about keeping yourself safe. Now, if you do discover that they're a scam, then report it to the dating site. I've never reported anyone to the dating site because somebody else beat me to it. But, but I would report a scam because I wouldn't want anybody else to be hurt. Uh, when you meet, make it a place that's open, that's safe. I don't recommend a bar because, you know, the reason I don't recommend a bar is, number one, it's dark. And you need to be able to see this person, you know, really take a good look at them. And you need all your wits about you and sometimes... Drinking distorts not only your vision, but also your judgment. So, you know, you need to be alert. You need to be paying attention. Uh, one of my favorite spaces places in, in the Scottsdale Phoenix area is Einstein's. You know, they have coffee and bagels and all kinds of things. Because they have tables inside and outside, and they don't mind if you hang around for a while. Uh, I mean, you just keep drinking coffee and eating bagels, and, the, and they're fine with that. And then, and then my last piece of advice is stick with it. You know, you may have to kiss a lot of frogs to get to your prince or princess. But you know what? You're happily ever after or happily happy most of the time ever after. Maybe just around the corner. So don't quit before you get there. You know, so you have to take a lot of nos. You know one thing about online dating sites is you don't have great big embarrassing breakups in front of everybody. Only you and the other person knows about it. Um, and you know as I said before, it's a numbers game. You, you, you meet a lot of people before you find Mr. or Miss Wright. So stay in there. I, I wish you love. I wish you great happiness, wonderful partnerships. Next week's guest is Dr. Michael Perlman, who will be talking about Law of Attraction Journaling. And my last word to you is go out, get on those dating sites, and see how much fun you can have, and best of all, see how soon you can find somebody that you can love and be loved by in return. This is Irene Conlon saying thank you so much for being with us today. Come back again next week for more of The Self-Improvement Show.
1: Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.